First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Well, it's going to be one of those voter registration weekends ahead of next year's elections. Uh, are you registered to vote? Have you decided who you're going to vote for? Are you planning to vote? Uh, and uh, what's the voting area? What is the sort of voting station in your area? Um, and I've been to many voting stations. The ones I always remember are going to Jaber Park, where they have two or three voting stations together because it's the most densely populated part of the country, or it was when I was reporting there. And I always remember speaking to the sort of electoral officer at that voting station. Um, he had quite a famous surname, but it was no relation. Um, a very, very humble man, very nice man. Doesn't do it anymore, um, unfortunately, I think. A lot of experience there. But I remember always talking to him. He always had so many interesting things to say. Well, let's find out a bit more about voter registration, why it's important. Uh, Terry Tsalane. Uh, Terry Tsalane, of course, is a former vice chair of the um, of the Electoral Commission. He's now executive chair of the Institute of Election Management Services in Africa. And Mr. Tsalane, good morning. Good to talk to you again. Uh, good morning uh, to you, and thank you very much for having me. I don't know if it's fair to assess it in this way, but in the past, there's been a little bit of a sort of spirit or a vibe around voter registration weekends. I'm not really feeling it this time. I don't know if that's because we don't know when the election will be, because there's still sort of, you know, a Christmas holiday to come. Or more worryingly, Terry, that, you know, um, maybe people just aren't interested in voting. Well, I would like to believe that uh, it is perhaps because... Uh, there are other platforms that are being utilized this time around, such as the online registration that uh, makes it uh, not to have the kind of the hype that it used to have. And um, also, uh, I assume it's because uh, of the limited resources that the commission has in relation to publicity around uh, the date. Uh, but remember that most of the time that after the day uh, of the election has been announced, that's when people begin to be to take the registration much more seriously. So we'll probably see the rush uh, once the date has actually been announced before the proclamation. Is it um, maybe a bit sort of unwise to have voter registration weekend now then? Um, look, the Electoral Commission, I'm sure it's trying to capture as many people as possible. And then uh, it is going to be using this weekend to try to see us together its systems are in place, whether it's got the capacity at the level of voting station, whether it would be ready for the register. So it's almost like a dry run for them. Uh, but it is also an opportunity for them, obviously, to capture those who will be coming to the voting station level. But the hype will definitely be created at the time when the date of the election has been announced. The other ways to register, I mean, you can do it on your phone. It's very easy to do, very quick to do. I've checked it. Um, and uh, does that make a difference in terms of, you know, getting people out? And does advertising voter registration make a difference? You know, just like political parties campaign, and that makes a difference, the Electoral Commission, I suppose, does its own campaigning among voters. Yes. Uh, the, you know, the ad advertising the campaign is obviously important for the Electoral Commission. Uh, it's got to try to make sure that there are many people that it has captured in the voters' role uh, because the legitimacy of the process is obviously dependent on the number of people who will be participating in the elections. Even though it does not necessarily make the election outcome unlawful uh, just because you've got low voter turnout, but in terms of the way it is perceived, uh, it will definitely have an impact if it is uh, lower voter turnout in terms of the perception of people thinking that uh, those who are in power do not enjoy the legitimacy uh, of office. 
you know so it is in the interest of the commission to keep on trying to get as many people as possible to participate in the process but it's also in the interest of the political parties uh, to try to motivate people to uh, register because it is only those who are registered will be able to participate in the process there are several issues that sort of come up around this time and over the years various opposition parties i think the da said this years ago i need to check my memory on that they were worried that a lot of voting happens at schools and voting happens at schools because al- almost every community has a school um, and the electoral commission needs a place to manage it and then many of the people who are used are teachers and many of them belong to the south african democratic teachers union which is aligned through kasatu to the anc i noticed the eff raising that question uh, in the last week is that a problem of course, it's an issue to the extent that uh, it has been raised by the political parties. Uh, but I think the commission also has got the responsibility to try to unburden itself uh, with this um, issue uh, by beginning to focus more on the unemployed graduates, because we've got quite a number of them. Even though the money that they're getting is not a lot, it does make a difference for a person who is unemployed. And then those who are already employed, uh, I think they should actually just focus on what they're supposed to be doing. This is the time for examinations. Teachers should be focusing on schools, should be focusing on their students and making sure that they are ready to participate in the uh, examination processes uh, instead of actually trying to focus on uh, the electoral processes. So the commission, I think, has got the responsibility to try to make sure that it deals with this perception. But to deal with that perception, it's got to make sure that it focuses on the unemployed graduates and many other people who are out there uh, who do not have any income at all. Uh, because you've got quite a number of people who are capable of actually assisting the commission to deal with this thing. Uh, there's been all sorts of conversations over the last uh, little while, and they'll continue for a while, about the ballot paper. And the, I have a lot of sympathy with the Electoral Commission here, let me just say that, because they're waiting for court cases to be finished before they know how votes will be counted, and in, well, not counted, but independent candidates will, will actually be accommodated. Let me put it better like that. Um, and and this means that we might have a two-page ballot paper. We actually spoke to Simon Mabolo, who you'll know well, the Chief Electoral Officer, about it this week. And, of course, the obvious way around that is electronic voting. And I think some countries like Namibia do that. The United States has done that with very patchy response, very patchy sort of um, uh, success. Uh, is electronic voting um, possible in South Africa? Is there any technical reason why we can't do it and other people can? And I know some politicians really don't like it. I don't think there is any reason why we cannot actually have electronic voting in South Africa. Uh, when I was still part of the commission, I think in 2015, uh, we had conducted uh, a desktop study uh, on the possibility of introducing electronic voting. And then after that, we had uh, a workshop. In fact, we, we introduced this in 2013. In 2015, we had a, a, a workshop with all the political parties. At that stage, there were two main political parties who were uncomfortable about moving forward with uh, electronic voting. It was the Democratic Alliance and the African National Congress. And I think since then, there's been a lot of movement, particularly from the side of all these political parties. Uh, You may be aware that uh, the DA in its conferences, it has actually been running its conference electronically. Um, And um, the African National Congress is also exploring uh, that possibility of introducing electronic mechanism in their processes. Now, 
it shows that uh, the country is beginning to move in a particular direction and the commission also has got the responsibility to now begin to expedite the issue of uh, introducing electronic voting in the country if you look at all the tertiary institutions currently uh, they are all using electronic voting for SRC elections. I think it is only Sefako Makato University that is still using a manual system. So the country is getting ready for electronic voting, and I think the commission has got to move with the times and make sure that uh, they deal with this aspect because it will alleviate the kind of the burden and the issues and the difficult issues that it is confronted with as a result of higher number of people participating in the process, either as individuals or as uh, political parties. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Terry Salani. Good to talk again. Really appreciate the time. Executive Chair of the Institute of Election Management Services in Africa.